0: I'm Brett Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks
1: Show and the V Sin Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kingston.
2: And welcome to hour two of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, today is Tuesday, February the sixth in the year of Lord twenty twenty four. This is hour two of episode 1017 of the brian hanks show presented by lenore community college if you missed our first hour and you did if you are listening to uh, 252 espn or i'm sorry 252 fox sports radio go to brianhanks.com and you can hear our our awesome our fun interview that we had with uh, richard clark who man broke down the nba trade deadline who uh told us uh Uh, About a bunch of stuff, man, uh, who gave us some uh, trades he would like to see happen uh, between now and Thursday, the trade deadline. Uh, We talked some uh, college basketball there at the end of the hour. I gave you uh, just uh, the update of everything high school basketball uh, and all that. And uh, Rich is staying with us here for just a couple minutes here into our second hour. Hey, coming up here uh, in less than five minutes, uh, we've got – uh, Brittany Howard from UNC Lenore Healthcare. She's going to be talking about cardiac rehab, something you and I should probably take seriously, Richard. But uh,
1: oh, no question,
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then uh, about twenty-five minutes here into this second hour, we'll be joined by uh, LCC head men's basketball coach Matt Grantham, as his Lancers are at home for the first time in a month tonight, as they'll be taking on Fable Tech. But let's get back to Richard here uh, for we've got him here for the next couple minutes. We saved the uh, Super Bowl talk to now, uh, dude. Who you got? I mean, it's uh, it's as close a point spread as I remember seeing in the last, uh, good Lord, dude, in the last dozen years, 13, 14 years. I mean, it started out at a point, point and a half. It has made its way up to two and a half. I keep wondering if it's going to cross that Rubicon to uh, three points in favor of San Francisco. But uh, your thoughts on uh, the big game that'll be played this Sunday in Las Vegas?
1: Well, my initial gut reaction is, doesn't it feel like the Chiefs kind of blew their wad on that thing <laughs> and that San Francisco's going to go out here and blow them out? That's kind of what I feel. Okay. However, that being said, you cannot – I would not touch this with FanDuel or DraftKings or anything because it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is at this point. Can we, we need to just stop all the talk. He's the best one out there right now, and he's the only – as I said last year on this show – He's the only one with a chance to catch Brady. He is the only one. And if he gets another one at his age right now, he's, he's he might get there. Wow. Which I didn't think would ever be possible, much less this quickly. But what is this, five out of six? Yeah. Something like that that he's been to? He's won what two? Is that right? Something like two that. Two or three.
2: Yeah. But here's what's crazy. They were they had as bad a team this year as they've had in yes. this time he's been there, and they're in the Super Bowl.
1: Well, as I said on the show last week, that first two drives against Baltimore was uh, y'all must have forgot who I was. <laughs> that's a, that's what that was, and and can he do it again? Because that's what it's going to take. Yeah, and that that's why I said I wouldn't bet on this. I mean, it'd be it, to me at this point, it's like betting against Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they might could beat Brady, but did you really want to put your money against him in the Super Bowl? And I and I don't. I think the Forty ers are the better team. But Mahomes is the better quarterback. And in the NFL, much like a, a great pitcher in baseball, a great quarterback covers up a lot of fans. So well, my, my gut tells me the 49ers are going to win, but I don't know, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun, though, man. It, listen, we had Mark Panicelli on here yesterday, so I've got to pick your brain on that. So, Well, get, you know what, gun to your head. Who you got, final score?
1: Gun uh, to your head. 49ers, 30-14. to 14. What? Oh yes. Wow. That's okay. what my gut says. Whoa. Now, let me say this to that real quick. We were talking about, you know, they always talk about money changes people, but a lot of the people that have gotten in this situation where they got money say that the people around them change. Look at Patrick Mahomes, father arrested, brother in trouble, wife hated on the internet, <laughs> <laughs> but he just goes out and quarterbacks. Yeah. you know what I mean? That whole situation with his dad is just messed up. Okay, real
2: quick, and literally, we've got less than a minute here. uh, Favorite Super Bowl food, man. Favorite, you know, you go to a Super Bowl party or you host one yourself. What is the Richard Clark go-to?
1: Well, if it's me at my house and I made them, I I want some nachos the way I like them. But I don't want to go anybody's house. And how is that? Um, I don't put a lot of the stuff other people do. It's just basically hamburger and lettuce, tomato, and hot peppers. No cheese? Uh, I do Oh yeah, definitely cheese. That goes without saying. Yeah, definitely extra cheese, actually. And and I, but I don't like sour cream and all that stuff. Plus, it's a hand food, so I don't want to be around. Yeah, no. <laughs> I love it,
2: man. I absolutely love it. Listen, Richard, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, dude. I, I'm still calling back to last week, man. Thank you for rescuing my butt last week. Uh, and when we switched hours and all that, dude. I I I'm I'm still. I'm still uh, ecstatic about that, dude. Listen, thank you so much. We'll, we'll talk to you next week, man.
1: Let me say one thing real okay. quick. I do not expect there to be a lot of trades this year, so okay. just so okay. everybody knows. But anyway, thanks for having. Me. Hey,
2: dude, you're the best, man. That's Richard Clark, Carteret County News Times, Carolina Coast Online dot com. Uh, as always, every Tuesday here on, you know, yesterday when you, yeah, well, no, you cut my hand. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, but, hey, thank you to Richard Clark for joining us here on uh, the Brian Hank Show, as he does every Tuesday. Coming up here, she is putting her headphones on right now. Uh, she is from UNC Lenore Healthcare. Brittany Howard joining us uh, to talk a little bit about cardiac rehab. Uh, before we do that, though, you're going to like this. Do you know that our you're our big interview today, and our big interview is brought to you every day by... Oh, I guess I could uh, unmute you. Would that be good?
3: <laughs> UNC Lenore Healthcare?
2: How did you know?
3: I just, that's a lucky guess. <laughs> <laughs> there you
2: go. Want to thank our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare, uh, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on The Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional healthcare for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kinston, for all your healthcare needs. Or call them at 252 522 7000. You can also email them at at infolenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, Thank you to uh, our, our mutual friend, Beverly Jenkins. That's right. And uh, our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview, and let's jump into it. Uh, Brittany Howard joined us uh, this morning here. Before we get started, before we talk about all this life-saving stuff that I probably, my, uh, my 30-pound overweight self needs to hear, I was just talking to Richard Clark, uh, a buddy of mine. We're both men of a certain generation. I'm 55. Right. He's 56. Uh, we, we need to hear this information you're going to be sharing with us this Perfect. morning. But I want to find out a little bit about you. It's your first time here on the show. And what I always like to do with our first time guests is just get to know them a little bit. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where you went to school? How you, uh, your journey to where you are right now at UNC oh, Lenore my. Healthcare.
3: Well, my name is Brittany Howard, and I am from Mount Olive, North Carolina, so eastern North Carolina as well. Um, I went to North Duplin High School, and then I went to East Carolina for exercise physiology. So I graduated there in 2012, and I started working at... um, at that time, it was Lenore Memorial <laughs> Hospital as an exercise specialist for the cardiac rehab program and in the wellness center. So um, I started there in 2012, and I've been working there ever since.
2: That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Listen, we love our folks over at UNC-Lenore Healthcare. I've had Dr. Dimitri Thomas in yes. here before. Of course, uh, Beverly, we think the world of her. Uh, your, your past presidents that have come in need to get your new president here. Haven't had her in here yeah, yet. She's awesome. I've heard nothing but good things. I mean, I've (laughs) heard very positive. When I've heard people talk about her, it's just what a positive influence she is. That's right.
3: That's right. Um, And then I have two boys. So I have Steele. He is eight. And then I have Sawyer, who is two. And my husband also works at the hospital, so we um, we don't work together, yeah. but um, we see each other in passing. And then he does a lot of the ordering, so I feel like cardiac rehab does have a leg up when we need something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey, <Yeah>. we need... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, let's uh, let's get down to brass tacks here. Let's talk a little bit about this. And again, uh, cardiac rehab. I've been very lucky, and I'm knocking on wood. You can tell everybody I'm knocking on wood right now. <laughs> I, I have it now. I do have a history of uh, of heart trouble in my family, though. Right. I'm 55. Yep. Again, I'm very honest with my listeners. We've been doing this for almost four and a half years now. About 30 pounds overweight. I don't exercise near as much as I need not. In fact, hardly at all. Uh, how important is taking care of my heart and being proactive, uh, to, to a 55 year old dude?
3: So you definitely have risk factors. One is that you said you have a history of that in your family. Uh You're not exercising, overweight, some of those things. But I watch
2: sports. Does that count?
3: Yeah, that doesn't count. (laughs) That doesn't count. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how much you're jumping up during the games. Not a lot, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um, So it is very important to take care of your heart. And this is heart month. So we know that February is heart month. Um, So we want to try to get in five days a week, at least 30 minutes of exercise. So – I know that sounds like a lot for people, um, but if you think about all the time people are spending, you know, scrolling their phones, um, you know, doing things like that. Benching
2: TV shows. Absolutely. Watching sports. Yes, yes.
3: You can do all of that while you're exercising. So it is very important to take care of your heart just because we don't want you to end up with a heart attack, you know, heart failure, things like that. So we're just trying to put awareness out there, especially for Heart Month.
2: Well, I I have a few questions here uh, that I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, But what is cardiac rehab? I mean, it sounds like it's almost a common sense thing, but what what diagnoses are typically accepted?
3: So cardiac rehab, I try to explain it to patients who've never heard of it as physical therapy for your heart. So, you know, if you were to have um, a knee replacement or a hip replacement, you would go to physical therapy because of that big surgery. Same thing for patients with heart disease. So if you've been diagnosed with a heart, you know, have had a heart attack, bypass surgery, um, things like that, you would need to go to cardiac rehab just like other patients would need to go to physical therapy. Um, So patients come in, they have an exercise prescription that is given to us by their physician, typically a cardiologist. Um, So once we get that prescription, we base their plan. is individualized for every patient um, off of that prescription. So they come in and they're exercising, they're on our heart monitor, we're taking their blood pressure to be sure that they're safe. So it's a medically based fitness plan, not just coming in and doing what you feel like is safe or what you want to do. Um, so we bring them in, we try to get their heart back to where they were before their heart attack or you know, event and better so that they don't have another event. Um, We also, we work with um, Dr. Greg Gridley. He's our psychologist for our program. People don't think about, you know, depression and things like that that go along with heart disease, especially for somebody who's been healthy, you know, quote unquote healthy their whole life and then all of a sudden they've had bypass surgery or they have heart failure. So we work with him and he does education for our patients to teach them that it's okay if you feel this way and we're going to get back to where you were at and better. Um, And then we Work with cardiologists here in Lenore County. Who um, Dr. Carlos is our medical director, and we work with all the cardiologists who do education for our patients as well. And then another big part of our program is they um, meet with a dietitian. So you know we can watch them exercise, but we can't watch what they eat at home. So they work with her. To Would you <laughs> like a
2: Kit Kat? <laughs> I do love Kit Kats, but, uh,
3: (laughs) so that's a sometime food, not all the time, food. but, um, you know, we work with her and she kind of sees what they're doing now and helps them set goals and stick with their goals on ways to do better with their eating habits. So it really encompasses a bunch of things with cardiac rehab, not just exercise. It's not just an exercise program. So we try to really help our patients understand that, that, you know, they're going to get way more out of coming to us with an individualized plan than they will to just say, well, I'm just going to keep exercising at the gym. Um, We hold them accountable. Um, Their doctors hold them accountable. So, we also work with our pharmacist at the hospital who comes and does education on the importance of taking your medicines and helps them if they have questions about their medicines. Because, you know, when they're getting discharged, sometimes they're like, here's your new medicines. Do you understand? And they say yes. Well, they don't understand. Well, that's a
2: default answer. Right, just, yeah. right.
3: And they've gone through so much, yeah, they don't want to hear anything else. So um, that's a big thing, too, is helping these patients understand their medicines and manage their medicines. So we kind of do it all in cardiac rehab. That's
2: <laughs> (laughs) Very
4: cool.
3: So if you have, um, if you come to cardiac rehab, the diagnosis, I think that was your other question, um, heart attack, bypass surgery, valve replacement or repair, chronic stable angina. So that is if you are having chest pain or other symptoms of angina and they're treating you medically. So they may put you on medicines and then hand in hand with those medicines and, um, You know, diet changes should be cardiac rehab. Um, And then patients with chronic systolic heart failure or if they have, um, if they're getting a new heart. So all of those diagnoses, you can come to cardiac rehab and stent as well. I don't know if I said stent, but that's a big diagnosis that come to cardiac rehab.
2: That is awesome. That voice you're listening to, again, it is uh, Brittany Howard. Excuse me, Brittany Howard she's from unc lenore healthcare we're talking cardiac rehab this morning here on the brian hank show and again she is our big interview it's almost like and i know you you told me you've pretty much spent your entire life in eastern north carolina but it's almost like we're behind the eight ball a little bit here because i mean again dude i love barbecue okay (laughs) i love fried foods i love all that kind of stuff When you get to a certain age, and you can enjoy that when you're in your teens and twenties and stuff, but I mean, you really—I want to get to the exercise part here in a second, but it—a major, major part of this, and you sort of alluded to it there—is your diet. You've really got to watch what you eat. Please tell me that a 55-year-old dude that's 30 pounds overweight that doesn't exercise as much as he need to, he can still have that barbecue every once in a while and the, right. the fried chicken and everything, right?
3: That's a once-in-a-while food. That's okay. exactly right. Okay. So, And I really feel like our dietitians here do a great job of saying, you know, do we want you to be able to eat the things that you want to eat once in a while? Yes. But can what you is them? once
2: in a while, and I didn't mean to interrupt you That's there, Brittany. Okay. But That's what is okay. once in a while? So
3: actually, one of our patients asked her last week um, if I want. Fr- so one of their goals was to take the skin off their chicken. So that was their goal. And she, they said, well, how many times can I a month can I have the skin on my chicken? And she said one. Okay. So um, you know, and I think it's it's different for everything that we're you know every kind of food group. But um, you know, she does a good job of saying yes. You don't have to cut out things that you. Really like every day, you know. You have to, you can't, you can't do it every day, but you can do it once in a while. So I think, like I said, it's just different for every food. But um, if you have a cheat meal, don't turn it into a cheat day. <laughs> so she's big on <laughs> or that. a cheat week, right? Or a cheat week, <laughs> um, and, and it's okay if you feel like you need to have a cheat meal or a treat meal. I think is what they call it more now. Um, but don't turn it into okay. Well, I'm just going to do bad all day today. So, um,
2: but we do start like behind right. the eight ball here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because listen, right. you grew up here. Right. I grew up in Western North Carolina, but pretty much in the in the same kind of atmosphere. That you know, I mean, hey, we love our barbecue. We right. love our fried chicken. Right. We love our uh, fried pork chops. Whatever. Sweet I mean, our fried tea. food. <laughs> our sweet. tea. Oh wait, you're going to tell me sweet tea is bad too? Sweet
3: tea. You're drinking your calories. Oh. Never good to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's never good to
2: do that. Uh <sighs> exercise right. now i i can I, i'm a quasi former athlete uh, yes. and I, I had a dog until a little while ago until she passed away and i prided myself at one point and this is four or five years ago when i was already into my 50s we walked three or four miles a day awesome. me and my puppy dog and she got older i got older and then i started using the excuse of not doing it what kind of exercise would you suggest and yes i'm making this selfish it is the brian yeah, hanks show think, heck, but a right. lot of our listeners are in my in my age range what what are good forms of exercise that we can do that maybe aren't having to run, go to the right. gym and lift weights and right. all that
3: that's exactly that's a good point because you don't have to do things that you hate and we talk about that a lot um with our patients, like, if you hate something that we're putting you on, tell us. We don't want you to hate coming in here. So, you don't have to run. Find a friend or get take your dog for a walk. Go for a walk. Um, you know, like my husband, he really likes to exercise with his friends. They do HIIT workouts, so it's shorter and quicker. So, HIIT hit, hit is... Yeah, um, I didn't know. I don't know what that okay. is. okay. It's interval training. So, high-intensity interval training. Okay. Um, so, they're choosing things that are going to get their heart rate back really up and then come back down. So um, that's, you know, really good for some people. Some people like boxing, some people like Zumba. Um, So, you know, again, I have worked in our wellness center at our hospital for a long time as well. Um, So people love Zumba. um, They love chair aerobics. So we, you know, I kind of feel like, let's put a plug in for our wellness center too. We have a little bit for everybody, um, seated things that for people who can't, you know, get up. It, it, you don't have to spend an hour running. That's exactly right. Um, if you like playing basketball with your friends, do that. If you like, I we have a lot of golfers that come through cardiac rehab, so it's fine to go golfing, but try to walk the course instead. Not of just ride the right? cart the That's whole exactly time. That's yeah. exactly right. So you're getting exercise in, um, and and you don't even really know it. You know, um, do the things that you enjoy. Get outside and play with your grandkids or your kids or or whatever. But make sure you're moving. That's the biggest thing and we really talk to our patients about that on the days that you can't dedicate the 30 minutes uh um, park further away from the grocery store yeah. you know <laughs> so
2: well that's why when linda you met linda yeah, when you came yeah. in that's what we talk about too is uh you know don't get all upset when right. you're at a, an area store and you got to park a little bit further right. out. we could we could use that little bit that's of walking exactly there right. well everybody has you know like i've got my apple watch or a <laughs> fitbit or something like that i think you've got an yeah. apple watch yeah. too How important is it for you to keep up with that kind of stuff on your watch or even on your phone?
3: So that's a good question. I, um, I did a talk about that one time for our wellness center folks. Um, and the title of my talk is What Gets Measured Gets Managed um, And I really truly believe that If you don't have uh, Something that you're keeping up with your Steps and you're not a regular exerciser um, You may not know How little you're moving um, and, and we actually just had this Conversation in cardiac rehab too So um, If you start wearing a watch or something And seeing oh my gosh I'm only getting Like 2,000 steps a day Yeah. Well the recommended is 10,000. So you, you're Even like, for somebody, minus, even, for someone in their 50s. Absolutely. Okay. 10,000 steps a day is the recommended according to AHA's American Heart. So trying to get those 10,000 steps in a day. And again, you may only get eight today, but if you're measuring it, I think eight's probably going to, you're probably measuring, okay, well, I got eight today, but I was only getting two before I started measuring. Um, a long time ago, we did a step challenge at work and everybody got Fitbits. So some of the people who worked in like accounts payable and things like that, who have more sedentary jobs, they were like, girl, I am getting up and I'm doing the steps every hour, <laughs> you know, so things like that really make a difference and help you to live longer and, and decrease the chance for these hard events that we're talking about.
2: Well, in mine, and I'm sure yours does too, Eric, you've got an Apple watch, okay. right? Uh-huh. You know, at the top of the hour, 10 minutes of the hour, if, and I, you're in my office, this is where I work during the day right. too, uh, not just a show, but I do a uh, podcast public information for the county. And so 90% of my day when if I'm not watching TV or something <laughs> like that this is where I'm working and right. and it it blows my mind how fast that hour goes by and right. then you get the little beep beep you know it's 10 minutes to top the hour you yep. need to stand up and exactly but I appreciate that though. Right. I really do. Listen, we've only got a couple more minutes here and I've got to ask you uh, one thing heart attack. And I've had friend I like I said I'm 55. I'm I'm a man of a certain generation. I've had friends who or my age, and even younger, who have uh, had heart attacks. What are some of the warning signs of a heart attack that a 55 year old right. man and our listeners should be looking out right. for?
3: So chest pain, of course, is our number one sign um, that we talk about. So um, pain in your chest, in either arm, you know, classically we've heard one arm or the other, it could be either arm. Um, So nausea, too, is a big sign, especially for women, and we talk about that a lot this month, that women sometimes have different symptoms than men. So women are typically are nausea and fatigue. So they may start feeling really tired for no reason, Um, and a lot of people chalk it up to... To, I'm just getting older. Well, you know, all of a sudden, if you're just way tireder than normal, you need to see your doctor. Um, there's That's different.
2: Did you talk to Linda about any of this on your way <laughs> I in? I did
3: not. I did not.
2: <laughs> okay. Cause,
3: do you need a good suggestion? For your <laughs> <my
2: doctor? laughs> I think I do. This is crazy <laughs> that have you're... four great ones. <laughs> because I've been really tired, and, and I'm not even being funny or ironic or anything here i mean i've been a lot more tired lately right. and i've kind of you know we just got i think she i hope she told we just got married uh back not. in december awesome. yeah at the end yeah. of december and you know we went on a honeymoon i we've been on a couple of trips since then and i have found myself being more tired right. and i nap every day anyway but i've been doing that for years but i have found myself being more tired
3: right so that might is be, that maybe a, yeah it could be a sign um that, I mean that's a big sign, especially if it's kind of a little over a month or so, and you're getting really tired, really tired, and you just can't recuperate from that. So maybe you need to see one of our cardiologists.
2: Uh, um, hey, on your way out, can you leave a couple absolutely. of names with uh, Linda yeah,
1: on your four way
3: out? <laughs> um, Good and Lord. then also, you know, uh, I said nausea, shortness of breath is another big one. So I have patients that are like, yeah, I was going up the stairs, and all of a sudden I just got really short of breath, yeah. um, or or walking the dog, I could walk them. A mile before, and now when I get to a half a mile, I can't hardly breathe. Those things are things that we really want to look out for, and they're warning signs so that you can go see your doctor before you have that heart attack yeah. um, or do something about it. So, well, it's
2: know, good to be proactive, right, absolutely. instead of reactive. That's, that's what I exactly and not. Right. I mean, that's in life, but also with your health, right?
3: Absolutely,
5: that's absolutely
2: right. Well, very good. Well, uh, we're wrapping it up here again with Brittany Howard from UNC Lenora Healthcare uh it is a uh, uh, american heart month here uh in february what would you like to leave people with uh with again you are sp- and i'm not even joking Brittany. you are speaking to the perfect audience here our main audience is 35 to 64 year old okay. men right what would you like to tell uh, those guys right now I
3: would say know your risk factors so things that you can change and things that you can't change so if you have a family history you can't change that if you're a male over the age of 55 you can't change that but the things that you can change are smoking if you smoke work on quitting um I've never done that so I've got that going for me that's a plus (laughs) um if you are overweight work on decreasing that BMI if you're sedentary work on exercising um you know work on your blood pressure a lot of people don't know their blood pressure and again if you aren't measuring it you can't manage it how much
2: do you trust your apple watch for
3: for heart rate and blood pressure yeah um I would check it against other things. Heart okay. so Heart rate's pretty accurate, and I've seen some blood pressures be pretty accurate, too. Um, typically, I would say your watch runs a little bit higher than what we get manually. We only take manual blood pressure. So, um, you know, those risk factors that you have that you can manage and you can start managing today, do that.
2: Well, very good. Well, yep. Brittany Howard, UNC Lenore Healthcare. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you coming in and doing this. Come back, right. maybe maybe next year we'll do it again. We'll in, make it uh, annual. Time. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you know, I do. I did have one more question. The thirty minutes thing you were talking about. Okay, tangibly, mm-hmm. what. You're, you're talking to our audience again 30 minutes what would you suggest that you know that you don't have to run and join your gym or you don't have to do this what 30 minutes of solid exercise what would that be
3: right well if I had to choose it would be running for me but everybody okay. has to choose what works for you yeah um, so and then you also want to get two days in a week of some resistance training so okay. that's you know with weights it can be body weight push-ups, air squats, anything like that, but you want to work your major muscle groups. Sit-ups, yep, those are all major muscle groups that we're trying to work, or you can go to the gym and do things, but it doesn't have to be the gym, so two days a week trying to get that in, and then five days a week getting your cardio in, so anything that's going to bring your heart rate up. So you see my
2: neighborhood. I've got a good neighborhood a to walk neighborhood. in. I mean, yeah. Yeah. but that's what I'm saying. I, mm-hmm. And you would not believe, it. like I said, I sit here all day working for the most part. And I see people walking out there with their dogs and pushing their babies and everything. So there you go. Yep. Brittany, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. Me. And, uh, tell, tell our good friend, uh, uh, that, Beverly. Beverly that I said hello. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll
3: do it. Thank you. Thank
2: so you much. so much. i tell you what, I uh, appreciate her. That's Brittany Howard joining us here on the show this morning. And Linda will, uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to get uh, Matt Grantham on the phone here with us uh, from LCC. He's a head men's basketball coach at LCC. Before we do that, though, let us thank our good friends over at Arundel Parrot Academy. It is the largest independent nonsectarian college prep school in the region. Located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in Kenston, Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kenston, Greenville, New Goldsboro, Snow Hill, Trenton, Maysville, Jacksville. In fact, if you are listening to this show right now on terrestrial radio, you can send your child to Rendell Parrot Academy. APA students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kensington. And thank you so much to Arundel Parrot Academy for being one of our day one sponsors. We really, truly do appreciate them. On our Spence Automotive guest line right now, I got to tell you, Coach, it feels like it's been a year. I said this in my monologue in the first hour. It feels like it's been a year since I talked to you, but it's only been about a month or so, but it has been forever. It's Matt Grantham from uh, Lenore Community College. His Lancers uh take on Fayetteville Tech tonight at six o'clock at the Sportatorium good morning sir good morning Brian how you doing I am doing pretty good I gotta tell you I've been jonesing for some
5: Lancers basketball dude well we haven't been uh we haven't been home in quite some time uh so I know it, it's been a while since you've been able to see us and, and you're right it does feel like it's been a while since we talked maybe that's uh Maybe that's part of why we've had some uh, bad luck down but recently we've been needing to get you back in our lives, Brian.
2: There you go. You need to hear me and Mike Martin and Jacques Passelig and Keith Spence and everybody uh, yelling at officials for you. Okay.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: well, get us called up. Uh, I guess the last time we talked to you, uh, was, uh, at the beginning of January. So it has been about a month ago. Uh, and it did. Team has gone into a little bit of a, I wouldn't call it a swoon, but just you've played a lot of really good teams. I mean, as you know, and I don't know if you get a chance to listen, but I, you know, I catch everybody up every morning, and you guys, not that you played bad teams in in twenty twenty three, but man, you've played some really good teams here in twenty twenty four, and I think that's part of the reason why you guys are eleven and nine right now. Is that a? I'm probably oversimplifying, coach, but is that a pretty good way to look at it?
5: Um, You know, it's it's fair to, on both points. Yeah, it's a little bit of an oversimplification. There's some things that we haven't done as well that we have to continue to improve on. Um, but when I spoke to you at the end of December when we had finished up um, the 2023 campaign, you know, we talked about how January was always going to be the toughest stretch of the schedule. Yep. There, there was uh, We played the top four teams in the league um, all in January, all on the road, um, and then uh, also the five straight road games was going to be a challenge, and two really tough non-conference opponents with Wake Tech and Sandhills. Uh, Sandhills being top ten in the country in Division three, and um, and then now we've uh, we're right in the middle of the the toughest part of that stretch, which is uh, in, in conference play, two top twenty teams in the country back to back. We had uh, Davidson on Saturday, the number two team in the country, and then. Number twenty Fayetteville Techs coming into our house tonight, so uh, a lot of adversity right here. But uh, we we have to find a way to face it, manage it.
2: What have you found out about your team, Coach? And you know what? It's easy when you start ten and three, and you know. And I'm not saying it. I'm, I'm gonna again. I'm oversimplifying here, Coach Grantham, but. When you start out ten and three, you know, and you see all these positives, I mean, it, it's easy to you know to to brag on your team and all that. But what have you found out about your team in this in here in January and in the on the in the tough road games and all that, Coach? What have they shown you, sir?
5: Um, well, you know, I think I was uh, a little bit curious when our youth would show itself, um, and you know, there was a couple losses early in the year that I think we'd like to have back where. Uh, if we were a little older, a little more experienced, we easily we got over the hump in those. Um, but now we're we we've ran into a little bit of a of a wall. You know, 13 freshmen, we all kind of hit it at the same time, and um, it's a lot easier to keep pushing uh, when you're seeing all the success. And uh, when when you start to run up against some adversity, you know it becomes a challenge to keep pushing. So. Um, you know the youth is definitely uh, a challenge right now and uh, we saw that coming but you know honestly another thing I've learned about these guys is that uh they really are good dudes and I do enjoy being around them you know I, I was having a lot of fun and uh, I love being around them and going to work with them every day when we were winning a lot of games but uh everybody likes going to work when everything's going well uh, you know this month there's been some challenges and you know, there's been some practices that weren't as much fun, and there's certainly been some games that weren't as much fun. But, you know, the time we get to spend together, you know, the bus rides, the team meals, the, the time that we've spent together um, as a family has been every bit as enjoyable. So, you know, when you when you got a group of guys that you can lose with, uh, you know, that makes it special. And, you know, you've got good kids, and, and that those are relationships that are going to last a long time because it's easy for everybody to get along when they're with
2: the last home game was, again, against a nationally ranked Davidson Davy back on January 14th. You're back at home, Coach. How good is it to be back in the friendly confines of uh, Bobby Dawson Court?
5: Uh, well, you know, I, I love our arena. I love being uh, at home. It's always good to have some some home fans in there, uh, and it's good to save some money not having to get the, <laughs> the pregame and postgame meals on the road. Um but, you know, I don't really know that it matters necessarily where we're tipping the ball up at. We, we've got to come out with our hair on fire and, and play with a, a little bit of a uh, sense of urgency. And um, We haven't always had the best starts uh, during this month or during the month of January. So, you know, it's it's going to be great to be home. Uh, but home or away, the results aren't really going to change unless we uh, correct some of our um, Things that have been shortcomings for us. You know, we got to right the ship here. So, hopefully tonight's nice step in the right direction.
2: I love it. And we'll leave you with this. Uh, Fayetteville Tech, 20th ranked in the in the country, like you said. Uh, give us a little scouting report on them.
5: Uh, well, Brian Heard at Fayetteville Tech does an incredible job. Uh, he's a good friend of mine, and he's been there for a long time, and has done a good job for a long time. They play really, really hard, um, much like several teams in our league that are really good. Uh, they don't shoot the basketball, um, you know, quite as well, but they really relentlessly drive it to the cup. They get to the paint. They get to the rim. Um, they create a lot of mismatch problems off the bounce, and then they crash the glass extremely hard. I mean, they're a group of tough dudes that really, really play hard. Um, you know, this is no knock on anybody else that we saw in the first semester, uh, but genuinely – uh, first semester, and we were playing games in 2023. I, I genuinely felt like we were the toughest, hardest playing dudes almost every night in the year. Um, and the night that we went to Fayetteville, and you know, to their credit, we jumped all over them early and they battled back and were able to pull it out. But uh, that was the first time all year that I felt like we played against a group of guys that were every bit as tough as us, that matched our intensity, that played as hard as we played. Um, and so I'm expecting a, another physical war tonight because, uh, there are a bunch of hard playing guys and they, they really get after it and they play hard for Bryant.
2: Very good. Well, you were mentioning that uh, game earlier this season that was back on Saturday, November 18th, a 77 to 71 setback in Fayetteville. But it, like you said, a game that you controlled early looking forward to tonight. And I mean that, uh, you're going to have your crew up there in the second level yelling at officials, yelling at the other team and cheering your guys on tonight. Okay, sir.
5: Well, I appreciate the support, man, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys out there. Very good. That's Matt Grantham,
2: LCC. We'll see you tonight, sir. All right. Take it easy. There you go. Uh, hey, let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and ramp up the Tuesday, February 6th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today's Tuesday, February the 6th in the year of the Lord 2024. What the heck are you doing over there? I'm messing with you. Oh, okay. He's doing stuff in my peripheral. Tell people John. What he's doing.
0: People listening have no idea what you're talking about. He was about.
2: waving his arms around, and uh, he was doing kung fu moves to no one. Oh, okay. Uh, those <laughs> aren't kung. Those are kung fu moves. Well, it's wacky waving inflatable arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, now that you mention that, you do sort of look like it. Did you get a new tattoo? That one? No, I've had that one for a long time. I got that one in Vegas. I remember that one. I was there. Yeah. But that's when I got this one.
4: That looks a lot better now that it doesn't have bubbles of blood underneath yeah, the protective Tell
0: them what we're talking about. Uh, Hank has Barry Manilow <laughs> on his arm, and Massey has Astro a, Baby. Yeah, Astro Baby.
2: Why do you tell him what his is and well, mine? I told you, him you d- what yours had,
4: is. You had yours pulled up to where you could see about that much oh, of it. Oh, okay, okay. But so it, the, and
0: a, he also has the lyrics to Mandy printed on his back. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so they have something to look at. Never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. So the
2: people at the concert can sing along to the song yeah. when Barry's up on stage. I want to get another U2 tattoo. I do, too. What are you? Okay, I feel like you're setting me up I thought here. you were <laughs> going
0: to get a tattoo in mine or while you were out. I am. When he, I was going to
2: We do it. talked about that. He was going to get it, and he said you would be mad if he got it. Those are the words you said.
4: Yeah, ask me how much it would have cost. How much would it have cost? Oh, about $400.
2: Piffle. Yeah. I got that on me. (laughs) That's what we need to do. You know what? That's what we need. You and I, we need to go get a a Dawson face tattoo.
0: Well, he said he was going to get a hoot. I don't want my face (laughs) on him. Oh. Nobody should get the benefit from this face but me. (laughs) I'll do it. Go ahead.
4: I have a joke, but it's less of a joke and more of almost a fact. So I'm not gonna say <laughs> Oh it. no. Go ahead. You would like it. Go ahead. There's only one other person that gets benefit from that face and her name i is a
2: little up. Kid boy. <laughs> okay, man, I've lost complete control of this one. Uh, again, it's Tuesday, February 6th. This is the birthday game. <sighs> uh, let's get this thing over with. John Dawson.
0: <laughs> He's doing the Captain Morgan. Oh, I saw. Yeah. I saw. Yeah. All right. What socks do you have on? Uh, they're sushi socks. Squirrel. He's got sushi socks on. Mm. Tell people on the radio what you're talking about now. He the has s-
2: socks on, and they have little sushis on them. Yeah. Okay. and I have nowhere to take that. Uh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I okay. well, well, I know where you can take us. Go Eco
0: Technology Service Provider. Go ahead, John Dawson. We need get him to a clinic first. He's been coughing since 1994. <laughs> he has been coughing for several months so now. It, it goes away, and then, like, the
4: weather changes. Because, you know, about a week ago, the weather went from... What like 20 degrees to 70? Yeah, in the course of about three hours. Thanks, North Carolina. Yeah, and then right back. I was, and I, if you remember, the last time we were
2: doing this, I didn't cough at
4: all. Yeah, well, thank all right. you for
0: this ginger
2: ale, by the way. You're very welcome, mm. dude. I pride myself. You know what? When I go to the grocery store. I get to the drink aisle, and I
0: try to find you. Your, now, I am disappointed because that's in a can.
2: I like getting it for you in a
0: bottle. I like them both equally. Oh, yeah. So if the can's yeah. cheaper, go with the can. No, that's about the same, but okay. I'd rather get you the bottle because you look cooler drinking it when it's in the bottle. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's fantastic beverage. Reads ginger ale, people. There you go. And they're not even a sponsor or anything. <sighs> no. no. If I they were, know. John
2: Dawson would be doing flips. Yeah, he absolutely would. Oh, speaking of... Uh, you know who I want to be a sponsor, and if I do, I want, and I'm, I've And i got Jason working hard on this. It, does it rhyme with Biscuitville? Biscuit, it does yeah. rhyme with Biscuitville, because yeah. it is Biscuitville. I want to do the show the morning it opens from there, dude. I want to eat the first biscuit from Biscuitville. You're being a little excessive now. No, I I'm disagree. not. They're not going to give you the first one. I wore the first hat, or I bought the first hat from the Down East Wood Ducks. Uh, What else? There's a couple other things. Why am I having a brain toot here? Oh, the uh, uh, Lions Adventure Water Park, who was the first one that did the water slide that broke the ribbon on the water slide? Who was that?
0: Skip Waters.
2: No, it was me. And then Brian North and then Skip Waters. It was Brian
0: Hanks. Yes. Because we were at the top. I was holding the microphone in while Skip went down and you were standing beside me. Butterscotch. Yeah, I mean, do you think Skip Waters? I think is you're right. Get, I think you're absolutely, actually
4: yeah. right. Do you think Skip Waters? God rest us. So would have would have had the bad sense to get in any
2: body of water after you? <laughs> <laughs> He's not. Right. You know what? Then I need to take that back because
0: I said that the other day. You're right. I wa- did North go? I went before North though, didn't I? Or did North? I just go, remember Skip Waters. I mean, I. The, yeah. I, I wish I, that podcast is somewhere in the ether, but you know. But but Skip screamed all the way down. It was hysterical because we had a lot of wind to contend with. So I tried to stick the microphone in the tunnel. Well, do
2: you remember I
0: got stuck halfway down? Oh, get out of here!
2: I did. Don't you remember I got because the water had stopped for a moment or something, and my butt got stuck right there. I uh, would have lost. I would have kicked a hole in that (laughs) pipe to get out of there. (laughs) I don't like to be confined. Well, anyway, well, this destroys my whole argument of uh, me doing first here in Kinston. But uh, no, no, no. Don't come up with something. I think when they allowed the dogs in, you were the first one they let in. (sighs) Anyway. Uh, But (laughs) I want to do the, I want to be the first, I want to eat the first biscuit
0: from Biscuitville. They're going to taste just like the second one. I don't care. I
2: want to be the first. (sighs)
4: Biscuitville, man. You, you would be the first person to do a radio show live from
2: that Biscuitville. That's what I want to do. Will
4: y'all, well, will the, y'all come in? The,
0: yeah, sure. Will yeah, you I'll, come I'll,
2: in and do it that day? Yeah. Maybe. Heck, we'll do the whole two hour show from there. Yeah. We'll have. <laughs> it'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. Okay, uh John Dawson, tell us about goeko Office
0: Automation. Well, Jacques Pasley, I mean technology. Tell us about GoECO Technology Service Provider. Jacques Passeleg runs GoEco uh, technology service for, pro- for the <laughs> providers and they sponsor this segment and um, don't hold that against them but if you if you see a business on the, uh, the great uh, Magic Mile of Kinston and they're flourishing, chances are Jacques Paseleg has had something to do with their meteoric rise and if you see a business that's boarded up they're the businesses that were too stubborn to go see Jacques even though they knew that if they went, they would be helped. So don't be stubborn. Don't be boarded up. Open up to uh, Jacques and the people down at Goica. Back to you, Brian. I love it, man. What a great job there, dude. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Massey, I want to call Jacques
2: like How do I do it? i grab your phone real quick. Okay. And you dial 252? 252,
4: 252, 252 286 286, 286 53 53 54 54. Now, I have been told that he did block your number. There were some late night calls and some texts. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's true. He learned your lesson. It's okay. Uh oh. <laughs> no, keep going, Go Or ahead. you can, uh, but. If, if you are like Brian and Jock it's blocked your number, you can visit their website at goeconc.com or their other website, go Eco, what is whatisgoeco.com, or the third website, uh, bucklesberry.com. Yeah. And I'm told bucklesberry.com does not have the capability to block people.
2: There you go. So go to bucklesberry.com, Click on it 100 times.
0: Right? Uh, yeah.
2: There you go. Brooke Ashley. Has there ever been an artist that did not? He he's the Noah Clark of pop singers. Okay, <laughs> you know the uh, the the scene or the end of that
4: epi- the episode in Ted Lasso where Rebecca's mom she goes, "Who is that?" She's like, "That's Rick Ashley." She's like, "I thought he
2: was black." They <laughs> <laughs> no, were going to keep you. Up. Never gonna let you down. Now, when I say he's a Noah, because Noah Clark, you talk to Noah Clark on the phone, you'd think he was 6'5 and, you know, 260 and yes. had biceps the size of small tree trunks. Uh huh. You'd meet him, and uh, no, he was not like that at all. Nothing, I love Noah, nothing against Noah. Yes, but, but Noah's what, 145 pounds, soaking wet, generous? I think you're being generous. I think yeah. he's probably 130, 5'7, five, 5'8. Five, nice guy, super nice guy. But Rick Astley, same way. I remember hearing this song and thinking, oh, this guy's a, you know, big manly man. And Rick he Astley. He got big
0: manly out of that.
2: He's talking about how deep his voice yeah. is. they
0: are going to let you down. It doesn't sound like Barry White, deep voice to me. Okay, well, you're
2: probably right. Anyway, Rick Astley, uh, John Dawson, how old is he today? And tell everybody what being Rickrolled means, Jonathan Massey. Uh, it means uh, somebody promises,
4: they send you a link to a song, is titled something else, and then it plays like three
2: seconds of that, and then boom, breaks into this. I love it. I've been Rickrolled many
0: times, several times. Not you've, many, al- you've also been uh, Blue Oyster Coat Rolled by Not Me. I watched a Blue Oyster Cult recent concert video a few weeks ago and they were in great shape. They had a lot of great songs. Actually, that's a lie.
4: I did get uh, them to play the Blue Oyster Cult Don't Fear the Reaper at the Wood Ducks game. And I didn't even notice it. I know because you were so fixated on on what ended up being my fault because I was like, oh, I told them to play uh, Behind Blue Eyes by Limp Bizkit. (coughs) Which they did. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Well, I didn't do that. I, I, I was trying to swerve you a
2: little bit. And then I swerved you. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh, no. what a first pitch that was. Dude, Fucking. one of the best of all time, man. Uh, the one that Jonathan threw out uh, when we spot, when the Brian Hanks Show sponsored that game that night. He's got in one arm and delivers a strike. Did, were you off the pitchers, man? Thank God no. the catcher yeah, caught the baby. It <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> it is. Yeah.
4: Now, don't let that get out, because yeah. if someone knew I actually threw the baby, should kill me. Yeah. Yeah, there you go.
2: Okay, <laughs> Rick Astley over there, uh, John Dawson. How old is he today? Sixty-two. You say 62. What do you say, Jonathan? what are you doing? I'm just messing with you. Uh, 61. 61. He was born February the 6th in the year of the Lord, 1966. So he's only 56 years old today. Oh, No, he's not. He's 58 today. Good Lord, what is wrong with me? 1966. Yeah, he's 58 today. What were the guesses again? I still got it. I said 60. And you said? You said 61. <laughs> I said 60. Oh, oh, I would believe you if you told me. So so you still got it. Yeah. Okay. Good <sighs> Lord, I'm doing bad with these uh, birthdays. Me okay. Get you that pencil. It's okay. Yeah, Jonathan Massey, you lead. Okay, we've got another musical. We've got actually two more musical hints. No. <laughs> Anything I
0: need, Sounds like Michael McDonald's, kid. That's not a bad one. I'm going there. Oh, November Rain. How in the hell did you get November Rain out of one piano note? That's the note it starts with. I love November Rain. Who's the band? Guns N' Roses. Lead singer? Axl Rose. There you go. Guess
2: what? Today, <laughs> today is birthday. his birthday. Yep. Today is his birthday, man. I'm not a big Guns N' Roses fan. I'm really not, dude. I love this song, though, dude. I just. This is one I'm surprised you're not getting on me because it's
0: uh, eight minutes and 58 seconds long. Well, usually, it's, what would you it's say? idiotic because I play you something to six minutes. You want to jump off the roof. Yeah, but it's usually because of, in, in fairness, I want to jump off the roof regardless. Yeah. <laughs> well.
2: Okay. Axel Rose. Today is his birthday. Uh, you know what?
0: I am not sure. And if you, if I have asked you, I've done Guns N' Roses. I like some of their songs. I don't understand why they've reached deity status, but I don't get that. I got to tell you, I was listening. Uh, I was switching through the channels. Linda and I were driving
2: back from somewhere, and uh, a Nickelback song came on. Uh, i sorry. Yeah, I know. Rockstar, which is one. I can listen to that. I can actually listen to that. And... It just it hit me. It's like, why do people hate
0: Nickelback so much? I don't hate Nickel. I'm Nickelback neutral. I really am. It's because there's so many bands out there that are deserving of fame that don't have it. And Nickelback should not be that big, and they've got 90 songs that sound identical. exactly the same. That's why people hate them. Guns and Roses. You don't think? I think.
2: I don't. I don't consider. I'm not. I don't consider them a deity, but. I mean, I'm, I'm neutral minus when it comes to Guns N' Roses, except for this song, maybe I mean, a couple others. They had
0: Appetite for Destruction is a great album, and then they put out the two Use Your Illusion albums, which should have just been one album. I mean, that's it. I mean, this. Yeah. The video for this, there's a song on Use Your Illusion called Coma, and the video for the November Rain follows the storyline of the song Coma. So you should listen to Coma sometime and watch this video. I don't understand why they... Switched them up, but anyway. I just love this song. But man. just the video for this song cost over a million dollars. Wow. Seems a little excessive, dog. Yeah, very excessive. Uh, Jonathan
2: Massey, uh, Guns N' Roses fan? Oh, I'm sorry. I muted you, you. Go ahead. Neutral. Okay.
0: Yeah,
4: I uh, mean, yeah,
2: they're fine. I guess. They just, man, I refuse. I P A, you know, uh, or I public address for the... Kenson basketball team. I've done it for the down East Wood Ducks, for the Kenson Indians, for the ECU Pirates. And when I get that, when I play music, I don't at ECU, but all the other places I do, I have never played a Guns N' Roses song. I just won't do it. I, I won't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. Just there's something too cliche ish about playing. You know, as
0: uh, teams are running down the court, welcome to the jungle. I think that's, I don't know. Anyway. They haven't been in, the, the rhythm guitarist Izzy Stradlin was the best songwriter. They haven't had a good song since he left. Wow. So. Uh, the only thing I can say about
4: it, it would almost be appropriate at ECU since the the whole jungle thing there, but uh, other
2: places. Well, but I don't play music at uh, ECU, well, yeah. so that's they'll they'll play <laughs> for sure. Axel Rose over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today, if he hasn't
0: died by the time we uh, air <laughs> this? Uh. So 66 I think his real name is bill william bailey or bill is it something let me look it up real quick oh i did say that didn't i what is axel rose's william
2: bruce rose jr there you go where did he get axel from Uh, who knows anyway uh you said 66 what do you say john dawson axel rose 65 you are closer he was born february 6 1962 which in 2024 what does that mean He's 62 years old. I love 1962 birthday. So y'all should probably get ready for those. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to try to do as many the of
0: those. Themes. Things.
2: Yeah, I am bad about themes. Okay. Uh, our next three uh, birthdays are all people who have deceased. Uh-huh. This uh, artist died in 1981. There's a new movie coming out about him here in the next little bit. Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Today is Bob Marley. Get up,
0: stand up. Stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up. Bob Marley. I like him. I, I, I used to kind of we used to cover Redemption song when we played live a little bit. But I used to not pay attention to him because I thought well, these college kids are just into him because it's cool the, the whole dope smoking thing. But he, he does he does a lot of great songs. I shot the sheriff. That's a good one. I almost played that, but it's not his original. So. I think it is. I thought Eric Clapton wrote I shot the sheriff. Eric Clapton covered it. <laughs> Yep. Eric Clapton covered uh, cocaine, too. That's a cover. By J.J. Cale. I did not know. And did he, you know
2: that there's a, the, the notorious B.I.G. did Hold Your Head featuring Bob Marley? Can we play some of that? I do not. Uh, he died in 1981, John Dawson. Oh, wait a minute. Who got Rick Astley? At least he didn't have to hear the B.I.G. cover. Who got Axl Rose? I he is. So it's one-to-one. Okay. John <laughs> Dawson. How old would Bob Marley be if he were... Still alive today. Get up,
0: stand up.
2: Don't give up the fight. 80. You say 80. Jonathan Massey. 79. He was born February the 6th in the year of the Lord, 1945. So he would be 79 today. Congratulations. Jonathan Massey. Yeah, that's two to one. Uh, as you know, obviously the last two are going to be people who are deceased. Also, he was the 40th president of these United States of America. George H.W. Bush, Bill
4: Clinton, Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford.
2: <laughs> oh my god, you guys have gone all the way around him and not named him. You've, I swear you've done the Ronnie football. Ronnie football. You did the 38th, 39th and then 40th first and 47th. seconds. <laughs> just 40th. given us his name. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more exciting when you guys get. It. <laughs> yeah. Okay, 40th President of the East United States of America, Ronald Reagan. Uh, who uh, passed away in 2004 and uh, we're getting a little long, but I, I do need, you know, there are a lot of stories out there and I guess you could even say conspiracy theory type stuff that, uh, that he was uh, sinking down into.
0: Dementia uh, uh, in his second term. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, kind of like our current president, but anyway, uh, well, if you'll notice there was, there was less of him seen publicly yeah. in that second term. Yeah, I don't remember that.
2: You weren't even born. What year were you born? 89. Yep. He uh, he got out of office in 88. Well, no, I guess in January of 89 is when he came out of office. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, But uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, Jonathan Massey, you can clinch the first day of the month for you. You get this. How old would Ronald Reagan be if he were still alive today? One oh one. You say 101. What do you say, Jonathan Parrot Dawson? Well, <laughs> I'm going to say 102. Well, you could have kept going. He was born February the 6th in the year of the Lord, 1911. He'd be 113 if he were still alive today. Cheese and crackers. Cheese and crackers indeed. So it's tied up two to two. Here we go again. Another coming down to the buzzer. And uh, one for the gipper. There you go. Arguably the greatest baseball player of all time. Oh, shit. George Herman Ruth George Herman Babe Ruth today is his birthday born in Baltimore Maryland back in uh oh you thought I was getting ready to say it didn't you no I wasn't uh uh, he
4: I actually think I know what year he was born but anyway there are pictures of him in New Bern North Carolina he would come down here during the off season at duck hunt yep in New Bern and there if you take one of the trolley tours, yeah. they show you the house that he stayed in when he was here. That's awesome.
2: That is very cool. Okay, John Dawson, you get the first. You get first whack at it. Get it. Get it. Baseball. You get first whack. What at year that. did he die? He died in 1948. So he died 76 years ago. Wow. George Herman Babe Ruth, who I think would still be a great player. I think if he played in today's game, he would be a great player. He was the
4: 1920s version, 1910s, 1920s version
2: of Shohei Otani. There you go. Yep. Could pitch and could hit. Both of you got your calculators out. I like this. You get to go first, though, John Dawson is tied up two to two. How old would Babe Ruth be if he were still alive today? You say 144. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Uh, uh,
4: 143.
2: What were you going to say? One thirty-six. Could have kept going. One twenty-nine. He was born on February 6, <coughs> eighteen ninety-five. So he would be hundred and twenty-nine today. Yeah, he was. Only, he, he was alive. in his
4: early fifties when he died, if I remember correctly. Uh, let's do the that,
2: math. Uh, Five fifty-three. He yeah. was fifty-three when he died. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I did bad math, but yeah. Yeah. No? I think he had something he died of thought uh, it was cancer wasn't it something like that hold on let's find out google machine what did babe ruth die of esophageal, esophageal, esophageal cancer. cancer thank you esophageal cancer yeah yep. uh not good not good it's the uh, cancer of the tube that runs from the throat to the stomach yep. you gotta think that's not a good way to go but anyway uh, hey good news though you got it john as a massey uh you break <laughs> you break into the wind column you only trail three days to one now here in february hey it's also jackson Pass's birthday he uh works for uh, the down east wood ducks i don't know if he's gonna be working for him this year but he's worked for him i think pretty much every year they've been around he's a student at ecu good kid good kid he's been on the show before too uh so if today's your birthday like jackson pass like uh babe ruth okay like ronald reagan
0: (laughs) well like bob marley stand up (laughs) like axel rose well you can't do him because he's always late
2: welcome to the jungle we got what it takes we got everything you want honey you know the names man that hurts my throat doing that rick Astley. Man, that hurt my throat. <laughs> you don't want to do Rick Astley? Not now. <laughs> if ever. Uh, then have a great day. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Technology Service Providers. Ooh. Yeah! One more time, I want to thank our uh, guest from today's show, Richard Clark from the Carteret County News Times, CarolinaCoastOnline.com, in our first hour. Brittany Howard making her debut here from UNC Lenore Healthcare and LCC head men's basketball coach Matt Grantham tomorrow. We will have Mike Martin on the show. Brett Kennedy live from Vegas in our second hour uh, to give us a Super Bowl report. We'll see you at LCC tonight.